Welcome to Passionate Conversations on a Casual Level. We're your hosts. I'm Brandy. And I'm Justin. Today we explore the fascinating world of blue zones. You may have heard of the five known blue zones in the world where the healthiest and longest living people live. And we're so excited to dig into the secrets of a healthy, long life. But first, let's, let's get, get passionate. passionate. So I think we have a um, common passion today. Oh my gosh. We don't normally hate people, but in this case, we got a little hate going around. Yeah, and I'm just so frustrated. Tell us what's going on. Well, we're dealing with male thieves. Yes. And it's reached a whole new level. (laughs) Yes. We've experienced male theft before, like, you know, on occasion, but... And it was more like, I think we'd have like a package stolen or something like that. Yeah. But in this case, our actual mailbox has been targeted and we... So it all started like maybe three weeks ago. Our mail just up and disappeared. Yeah, we... um So, yeah, we're not the best at checking it every day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, bet on us on that and so when we did check the mail, well, I checked it, it just dawned on me, like, we haven't checked it in, in a, a little while. There should be like, a lot more. There was nothing, actually. Yeah. Like, what? And so I think I brought it up to you, and for a few days, I, we were both just wondering, what the heck happened to our mail? And then... We, we noticed it one more time. Yeah. And we're like, okay, I think someone's messing with our mail, but we have a ring camera out front. But I think it was just like out of reach for the to pick up somebody. So once we noticed it was gone again, I'm like, okay, we're gonna move because our mailboxes we have a we're on a main street. Yeah. And our mailboxes actually you can't have your mailbox on the inside of your gate because then the mailman can't um, gain accessibility to it. So it has to be on the outside. So I physically dug it up and moved it closer (laughs) right um like literally right under a camera right next to our gate so much closer to our property and i think it was five no three in the morning yeah well no it was actually at 9 30 at night we were still awake watching a movie or a show oh that's right and then we got a ring notification and actually i think i was asleep already that was three in the morning no that was at nine o'clock I promise you. The second time was three in the morning. Okay. Because you were still watching something. And then I just hear the ring chime. And so I'm like kind of uh, like slowly getting up. And then I see you uh, looking at your phone. And then I hear you ask, can I help you? Yeah, because I saw the guy and he's like, I I didn't really see what was going on. I think I, I want to say I was asleep too because I feel like I woke up and started like it was cloudy. Mm. But anyways, I, I asked, you know, can I help you? And I could tell that it completely caught him off guard. And he had a dog with him. He had a dog with him. And his <laughs> dog like literally came under our gate onto our property. Yes. And you just see the guy looking around because he notices, oh, shit, my dog. <laughs> yeah, his dog is gone. Um, but yeah, we we caught him literally trying to open the mailbox. So I told him, you know, get the hell out of here. I'm going to call the cops. 
Yeah. He came out with some BS story like, yeah, he... want to make sure you're okay. I heard some noise or something. Yeah. So he just was very comfortable at this point being on the front of our property. So that was frustrating, but yeah. we got him on camera, opened an investigation. Yeah. Um, then the second time, it was at three in the morning. Three in the morning, same guy. You can tell it's the same guy, but he was all like covered up this time. Yeah, he quickly ran up. And but at this point, we are like, okay, we're checking our mail like as soon as it gets here. Yeah. And like getting, we have a, a lock now on the box. And so, yeah. So there was just nothing for him to, to get to. So he quickly opened it, closed it yeah and left right and then once again this week i think it was monday yeah it was yeah it was a weekday morning because you and i both were already up you were actually in the garage working, working out. out it was like at 5 30 in the morning yeah and you started calling me and i'm literally like bench pressing so i have weights up in the air and i'm like what is she calling yeah she so you get the dog or mm -hmm. what's going on i had just literally let griffy out um to go potty outside and then i came upstairs within two minutes of starting my meditation i hear a chime ring chime mm -hmm. and i see someone's at the gate and i look and i see him just looking over the gate to see if like anybody's up and then he i think he had quickly looked to see if anything was in there and then he noticed like we have like a barrier now that's locked then he looked over the gate saw we weren't up and then he like tried to like force his, force hand, his hand in there and of course got lock. nothing yeah and then there's nothing in there yeah and then we actually saw a car just right at the bottom of our driveway waiting to pick him up and then they left so immediately after you tell me i put the phone down i open the garage i run out to the gate and i'm just like looking for anybody like ready to you know ready to go oh my god and, i was so frustrated and i think i even because you can turn on your an alarm like a sounding alarm on the camera but um i think i turned it on too late because he was already like going down the driveway yeah but yeah and so aftermath of all of this oh well actually we missed a, a little part here um so we Okay, so I think that one one of the things that I thought could have happened with our mail is that it got suspended because we took too long to check it. Mm. That's happened to us before. Yeah, that has. <laughs> so. Um, and another time they stopped it when Niner was around because. Oh yes. He was a little aggressive and the yes, mailman and so was they, scared. Yeah, and they stopped delivering our mail. So it was a we were just like, wait, what? Like we weren't sure really what's going on. But really when we knew our mail was stolen was when I got a notification from one of my credit cards saying that there was a $5,000 pending balance transfer check. Yep. And, and then... that was the day after we saw the guy on the camera checking our mail the first time. So that's when we like really for sure We're knew. on high alert. And yeah. I don't think up until this point, like you said, we've had stuff stolen, but we didn't really realize like why people would still mail i had no idea like that they can basically start tapping in your credit cards and stuff yeah, like let that let this be a psa everybody just switch your statements all to e-statements yeah paperless there's no reason to get credit card stuff just in the mail switch it all to e-statements because yeah. all it takes is for one you know low life to come take in your mail and start inquiring about your cards 
Yeah. And, you know, this is probably just the beginning. You got another alert today. I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's thankfully no money has actually been like stolen yeah. or I have to pay anything. But it's just the the thought of like. They have information that they shouldn't have. And who knows? I mean, I've heard of people's, you know, whole identity getting stolen. So, yeah, I'm just praying that there was really nothing. Yeah. That- me too. I receive um, a lot of important stuff. And yeah. I think one of the reasons that we are so laxed about checking our mail is because we really don't need a lot of it. Like we get a lot of it on our phones. Yeah. And it's all just junk at this point. Yeah. Or... But that's what we're really trying to do now is like, all right, check it off the list. Like we get this credit card thing in the mail, do it, do e-statements on yeah. your app, do whatever you have to do because it's really not worth it. No. And so that is the last of the negativity we don't want (laughs) to bring this to the podcast but we do want you guys to learn from our mistakes and from what we're going through and do the e-statements yes yes (laughs) if you take nothing away from this little segment exactly exactly all right you ready to get started on this blue zones conversation Yeah, blue zones is a lot more positive and i've actually been waiting to hear about this all week because you've been it just all of a sudden entered our realm around like a week or two ago and i was like what what the heck is blue zones yeah so why don't you tell us all right so blue zones are areas around the world where people live longer healthier lives these regions have been studied extensively by scientists to understand why they have such high quality of life and what we can learn from them so there's this guy his name is dan butner he's the blue zones founder he discovered the five places in the world dubbed blue zones so um they are okinawa japan sardinia italy nicoya costa rica icaria greece and believe it or not there's one in california pasadena no where people steal mail (laughs) loma linda loma linda okay yes that's not too far yeah so um that dan butner also um so he actually teamed up with national geographic and had a whole like research team behind him and essentially the blue zones reflect the lifestyle and environment of the world's longest lived people and um, what they found was that they highlighted nine specific lifestyle habits that all these five areas have in common and mm. the reason why it got onto my radar um, was because as I kind of listened to a lot of different like podcasts, um, one of the ones I consumed was talking about the scientific research that's coming out of alcohol. And oh yeah, I don't know if anybody listening has also heard a lot about this where they're finding that really no level of alcohol is healthy for you. And um, even one person... As you have wine in your hand? I do have wine in my hand. Yes. (laughs) I'm going somewhere with this though. Okay. So I also heard a doctor say that in 20 years, drinking alcohol is going to be looked at like how we look on smoking. Mm. And so just kind of keeping that in mind, so I'm listening to an interview that this man, Dan Butner, was doing. 
and he was talking about the five blue zones and then the interviewer asked like let me ask you with all this research coming out about alcohol like like what do you find that these people are are doing like do they do they not have any alcohol because these people are living not only long lives but they're living high quality lives like they're they don't develop heart disease like obesity um alzheimer's dementia like a lot of the things that we develop here in the us so he said every day these people have a glass or two of wine with their friends and family mm. and so that really just struck a chord with me because it just shines a light on the importance of community of like that sense of belonging um family family and good times yeah and something we're going to cover today is to do things in moderation so it just made me feel better about yeah, like about your wine about my wine and just in general like i obviously don't drink to get drunk i mean it may get there sometimes but it's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the intention it's not the intention yeah, it's just set out that way no it's just really a social a social thing for me for sure so I always yeah, have what do you think about that? Bottle of wine when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you actually don't enjoy any alcohol anymore when I we record don't. these podcasts. I don't the whole podcasts. fasting thing, you know, because if I start now, that means I can eat at like you know midnight tomorrow or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it you know it sounds like I want to learn more um, because I've always kind of had that thought that the whole alcohol thing. I've I've heard many times that it's healthy to have a glass of wine or uh one drink you know obviously in moderation so yeah so to kind of give you a bigger scope of like the statistics on life expectancy and health outcomes the average lifespan of a human in the world in 2023 is 73 years old that i feel like that's a lot wait you feel like that's yeah a I feel lot? Like what do you mean probably back in the day it was more like 20 years ago, it's probably more like 63, I feel like. Really? I feel like 73 isn't that old. Mm, it's not it's, that old, but I feel like it's like you the, on average, you know? In the world, like not just in the U.S., in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I guess we have different opinions. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so cardiovascular disease, um, like heart disease, diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's disease, obesity are the most common causes of death in the u.s yeah that makes sense and um yeah so just to hear him say that in these places these five known blue zones they are not developing these diseases and That's so yeah i'm really especially because one is in california so yeah so let's dive right into the nine secrets to a healthy long life okay <laughs> let's hear it all right so the first thing is moving naturally. So they live in environments that constantly nudge them into moving as part of their daily routines. So surprisingly, there's no gym, you know, they're not like pumping iron. They are planting their own gardens. And I'm sure ah. they're everything maybe is more walkable, you know. And also something I read was that they don't have like uh like household equipment. Um, like for me, I think about like Roomba, you know, like they actually have to go and physically like mm. sweep and do all that stuff. So the long and short of it is walking to the store, gardening, 
yes. doing household chores. Yes. And not doing so much of delegation. Yes. Or or getting um Sounds yeah, equipment. Miserable. Equipment. <laughs> I'm just thinking about planting a garden. No, that seems like a lot of work. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, and caring for it. A garden needs a lot of attention. Yes, it does. The second thing is a sense of purpose. A strong sense of why one wakes up in the morning. A sense of purpose is worth up to seven years of extra life expectancy. Yeah, I think this one kind of speaks for itself. Like, you know, you hear all the time of people retiring and literally, you know, passing away that same year um, because they just, I feel like it's it's because they lost that sense of purpose. You know, yes. you gain that identity and that um validity of going to work every day for a purpose right and when that's gone you know so is that passionate part of your life yeah yeah i hear that a lot too and see that um when you kind of just stop being able to live your life the way you want you know like maybe you're forced not to be able to drive like you were before you know or like you maybe start feeling like well what's the point of of this anymore you know, yeah. then you kind of lose that will, maybe. For sure. Yes. Um, also, routines that shed stress. So, yes, even residents of the Blue Zones places experience stress. And Okinawans take a few moments every day to remember their ancestors. Adventists pray. So, Adventists are in Loma Linda. Um, just everybody uh, knows. Okay. And... Icarians take a nap. Ooh, I like that. Sardinians harness the power of happy hour. So, yeah, that's also, I think, something we can take into our own lives. Just little rituals. Yes. Yes, because there's stress everywhere, you know, just part of life. But I think it's, yeah, I'm a big ritual person. Yeah. I need my time to decompress and gather myself and I my thoughts. I gotta tell you, the ritual nap, I could uh, get on you, board with you that. You can do the nap. Oh, for sure. I need like a just a little nap zone in my office, maybe under my desk or something. Yeah, I don't think you can take a nap. I feel like you'd be way too... No, too on edge, for sure. Yes. It's when I get home is when I'm like, okay, I could definitely go Take a nap. nap. <laughs> Kids, just watch yourselves. Right, yeah. I got this. You got this. Yes. So the fourth thing is the 80% rule. Okinawans have a mantra before every meal to remind them to stop eating when their stomachs are 80% full. Mm. The 20% gap between not being hungry and feeling full helps to maintain an optimum weight. So that's pretty cool too that they have like a mantra that they say before every meal and it's like a constant reminder like, all right, when I'm feeling full is when I'm done. Yeah, no, it's it's a great point because (laughs) – I think for, I have the 80% rule for about 80% of my life, I overate. And at this point, I am a lot more conscious of it. And the fact that we do meal prepping, and we actually get small portions. Yes, it's easy to just finish and feel like, okay, that was good. And I don't really need anymore. Right, right. Like you would like something. Yeah, but, it's... but I'm satisfied. Yes. And then the fact that I stop, you know, my fast, I try to stop around 630. It's like once I see the clock is 630. Well, that's 
that's it. There's no more choice. Yeah. So you have a couple things. The yeah. yeah. Plant power. So beans are the cornerstone of most centenian centarian, excuse me, uh, diets. Meats are eaten on average just five times a month. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So they are they do eat meat, but it's not that often. It's not that often, yeah. And I know there's like so many things. So many studies and research that like meat is good for you meat is not good for you you know like yeah and just to be fair this is um centenarians these are just one of the five right oh centenarian means that you live but to 100. oh yeah well <laughs> there goes that theory guys if you're eating meat you're gonna die <laughs> all right moving along to the next one everything in moderation so people in all blue zones with the exception of adventists drink alcohol moderately and regularly so kind of like what we touched on at the top moderate drinkers have been found to live longer than non-drinkers mm. they drink one to two glasses a day and the trick is to enjoy with family and friends mm. i wonder if they're having it on the days where they're having meat <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's interesting. I think it just goes to show like the family and friends, you know, getting together, laughing, having a good time is clearly there's something to that. Yeah. And just to kind of take it to back to our own personal lives, I think this year we're really in making an effort to have more of that community like social and have more fun yeah and you have you do need to plan for it but i feel like we've been doing a good job of planning for it and um yeah i think it it helps um and also just to kind of go back on everything in moderation i just think that's like a life motto <laughs> like yeah. everything in moderation yeah, no, I think you're right, though, with the social goals that we've set, mm -hmm. you know, we're being intentional about it. And I think it's easy in life to kind of get overwhelmed and feel like, oh, shoot, I better cancel that because I'm overwhelmed or. Yeah, because it is easy to maybe prioritize like work, like for sure you are work, work is you and that's it, you know, Yeah, and but whenever we do just push through and say, no, like this is important. And we do. And that. we have done that, especially on like the, on Fridays, that very end of the week. Uh, there are times where, yeah, I think we both maybe feel like oh, I really don't feel like going out or I just want to stay home, you know? Yeah. But it's been worth it every time. It has been. Yeah. And the kids are excited about it, too. All right. So a sense of belonging. Almost all Centen I don't know why I can't say this word. Centenarians. <laughs> Almost all centenarians. Meaning that you live past 100. Yes. Interviewed belong to a faith-based community. Research shows that attending faith-based services four times a month will add four to 14 years of life expectancy. Damn. Well, I guess I'm dying around 86. <laughs> no, I feel like that's a good life. <laughs> yeah no for sure 
Um, interesting. Interesting. Um, I definitely feel like faith, you know, regardless of what your faith is, um, believing yes. in something, the sense of believing that there is a higher power and that everything is for a reason. Yeah. Um, there's something bigger than you out there. And, and, um, you know, with our daughter, she goes to a faith-based school and there have been times where I've questioned, like, is this good for her? You know, is this, should we continue this? But I just feel like having a moral compass is good for anybody. Yeah, no, I think. Um, and that community aspect of it. Yeah, too. I think faith is, it's 100% a, a great thing. I think that religion sometimes kind of mixes with faith mm -hmm. and there are different things that come along with religion um but absolutely believing in something you know believing in god um full so fully supportive of you know those types of beliefs yeah for sure all right family first so this means keeping aging parents nearby or in your home Committing to a life partner and investing time and love into your children helps too. So yeah, taking it back to the five blue zones, they found that a lot of these people like live with their family or have their like, you know, aging parents in their house with them and maybe they're caring for them. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but family was like a huge thing that they found. That's It's super interesting. It's just like, I kind of have this mental picture of, you know, your little core, right? So with our family, it's just the closer we all stay together, the longer we can live. It's just a kind of a mental picture that comes to mind. It's, mm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is nice motivation. Yeah, for sure. All right. The last characteristic that all five blue zones share are tribe vibes mm. <laughs> the world's longest lived people choose to live or were born into social circles that support healthy behaviors research has shown that the social networks of people enjoying a long life together favor favorably shapes their health behaviors so just going back to community and having like like a little village you know yeah no that's cool i mean i think in many ways, our society has kind of trained us to be to go away from that. You know, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't grow their own food. They don't have their own chickens. You know, it's, this sounds like a village. If like I said, mental picture of maybe like 50, 60 people that are in a common community that love for each other, care for each other. I think that's how the world used to be in many ways. Yes. Um, but now it's like. You got Amazon, you got, <laughs> you know, a grocery store at every block. You have, you know, don't do it yourself. Buy it from these people. It's easier. Yeah, don't leave your house. Just right. get it delivered. So it's, it is, it makes sense that there's actually so few of these blue zones because I feel like the rest of the world has kind of just fallen into what's easy, including ourselves. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's very interesting to think that these people are almost all contrarians 
where they're living and thinking different than everybody else. Right. And it's heavily benefiting them. Yeah. And actually, I would love to go to Sardinia, Italy, because there's something about their wine that they drink. They harvest their own wine. So there's something about like the grapes and I don't know the science behind it, but I can only imagine like all the love that's poured into it and all that. So must be their feet. Let's go. (laughs) I don't care what it is. (laughs) Yeah. So I think this is pretty enlightening. Um, I think what I just said kind of sums up my thoughts on it, that these people are living differently than the rest of the world. And I think no matter what, like you definitely should just feel confident in the way that you're living and, you know, maybe second guess some of the things that definitely has me thinking we should be doing things more and less. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're happy with your life, you know, yeah, you don't need to move to a blue zone to live a blue zone life. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Take what fits for you in your life. And yeah, we hope we inspired you <laughs> to live longer, healthier lives. Yeah. And if you do make it to 100, make sure you shout out the Borges <laughs> podcast on Instagram. Um, no, but I did want to quickly <laughs> reference this guy, Dan Butner. He, I don't know if he just came out with this book or he's working on another book about, um, and he's a New York Times bestseller. So he is researching uh, like another mystery of like the happiest places in the world. Mm. So whenever that comes out, we will do the research for you guys you think you'll go to disneyland (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i'm curious if that's really a happy place or not for people (laughs) mixed bag (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right that's a wrap we want to make sure we're giving you guys what you want and please let us know if yeah, there's if anything any topics you want us to discuss we're open books and ready to get at it for you yes and review us on apple Podcasts. that really just helps us to grow and um, also it feels good <laughs> definitely so don't be shy you can dm us at the borders podcast on instagram we'll catch you all next week until next time stay inspired Thank you.